Hello everyone, welcome into the Lifetime Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson. We're here, or I'm here, in the Kicker 97.7 of M Studios. I am joined by Ryan Johnston. Ryan, how are you doing? Good. Um, I had a good day. Good, good. We've been, as, as of the day of recording, we've been building the sets for Opelika High School's upcoming show, uh, The Apple Tree. I'll tell you more about that here in a second. Yes. Um, if you haven't uh, been listening to the podcast lately, we've had a couple of good guests on. Last week, or sorry, next week, we will have Claire Worth on. We just finished up recording hers, but we're going to flip-flop uh, how I release these because yeah. this is more time-pressing than hers is. Mm-hmm. But we will next week, we will preview girls' basketball as that is kicking off in just a couple of weeks. Um, so be sure to listen in next week. For that, and then we've had a couple of really good episodes in the past. We've had a man named Gabriel Martinez on, um, talking just a little bit about religion, and then we've had Wes Durham, the Atlanta Falcons play-by-play announcer. We've had Rick Smith, the voice of Jordan Hare Stadium. So, and, and plenty of more guests that I'm just not coming up with off the top of my head. And you can go find those on Apple Podcast, the iHeartRadio app, uh, Stitcher, and Spotify. And if you want to support the podcast, you can drop down in the description. There's a link there where you can get merch. So yeah, mm. merch. But today we're going to be talking again, like I said, here with Ryan Johnston. Yes. He plays Adam in Adam. the Apple Tree. So Ryan, why don't you just give us a little bit of a breakdown here um, about what your role is in the Apple Tree. Okay. Well, the Apple Tree... Um, is a musical ad- adaptation of a, you know, a satirical diary written by Mark Train about, you know, um, like what, I'm pretty sure it was Eve's diary. Um, yeah, yeah, Eve's diary. So, you know, Eve's diary, and it was like, you know, what she would be thinking about the dawn of time and what she thinks about Adam. You know, it's a really funny way she thinks about Adam, you know. It's all these modern ways of thinking and, and saying things like... Um, he's a man. He does all this, you know, stupid crap. Mm-hmm. And this all makes sense because he's a man. She came up with our modern, like, date time system. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's an adaptation of that. And I'm forgetting what I was going to say. But also, um, Rebecca Wilson, who is not here right now, um, plays Eve, the dawn of woman, of the woman's. And Matthew, right in front of me, plays the snake. Yeah. Indeed, I do. Well, um, what else? Well, here, I'll, I'll take it here for a second and yeah. give him some dates. Um, so, yeah, again, like Ryan was saying, the apple tree is a very satirical, um, a little, uh, it's a satire really on relationships, I would say. Yeah, because it really explains mm-hmm. the, uh, the fact that, you know, the woman, <laughs> Eve, views the man as stupid. But the man doesn't think he's stupid, yeah. and you know the man views the woman as annoying. She doesn't think she's annoying. Yeah, yeah it's it's definitely a, it makes fun of our relationships, and it's it's honestly very relatable. It's them, it's the first relationship, so it's them yeah. figuring out relationships. Um, so again, Tuesday night. Not exactly sure when this will be released. It'll either be released Monday, and so tomorrow, or it'll be released Tuesday, so tonight. Whenever this gets released. Tuesday, the 27th, 28th, 29th. 9th. 9th. Tuesday, October 29th, 
2019. Yes. The Apple Tree will have its preview show at 6.30 p.m. If you're in the Auburn, Opelika area, come check it out. It's only $5, just kind of a little donation there. Um, since we do spend money on this, we yes. would like to at least uh, get a, a little bit of monetary support from you all. And then Saturday, we will perform it in front of judges for a competition in what is known as the Trumbauer competition. The district Trumbauer? Yes, the district Trumbauer competition. That will be Saturday. It'll, it's an all-day event. I think we're slated to go in the 1 o'clock-ish time slot, but I'm not sure. That hasn't been officially yeah, decided yet. It'll always change. Yes, things things at Trumbauer tend to, tend to change the day of, too. But it's an all-day event. If you aren't already coming and you want to see some good theaters and good arts, come to the OPAC You'll definitely see a bunch of theater, all-day theater there. There's the most one-act shows that have ever been done there. Yeah, I think seven. Yeah, yeah I think seven. that was the number, seven. Seven, uh, Which that. means that approximately three, um, three-ish shows, I believe, will be allowed to go on to state. So um, this will be my fourth year doing Trumbauer, fourth year doing the uh, the Trumbauer show um, that, that Opelika always brings. It's really a great experience, and if you if you win, if you place within the top whatever of district, um, this year it's the top three. So the top three shows from our district will move on to compete with the top shows from other districts at the state festival and the top two from that, and that's from about 14, 15-ish. Yeah. The top two from those will then move on to perform for a bigger competition at the Southeastern Theater Conference in where is it this year? You know, uh, in past it's been in Lexington, I think it's in Louisville, Louisville, Kentucky. It's either, it's either in Louisville or Cincinnati this year. Cincinnati, me, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't remember which one. One of them's this year. One of one of them's next year. So if you're listening from far away, and if you'd like to go far away, well, no, if you are far away and would like to go locally. And you were listening to this from that place. You could go to any of those places. Let's see. I'm looking it up here. Okay, yeah. Um, the internet is a great resource. It's yeah. used by many people. It's in Louisville this year, so it'll be in Cincinnati next year. Ooh. So, yeah. Again, if you're in Louisville around next March and you want to look for some good theater as well, um, that'll be in Louisville. So, check that yeah. out. Again, but let's get on to... Uh, let's get on to... Our theater now. Again, we, we told you a little yeah. bit of a, a synopsis of the show. Ryan, this is going to be your second Trumbauer show that you're performing in. I think yeah. you I think you teched Civil War when you were yeah, a freshman, I, if that's correct. Yeah, in my freshman, I teched the musical Civil War. Yes. So in your, you're in your junior year. This isn't your first Lifetime podcast, by the way. Ryan is the only returning guest, I believe. Really? Yeah, let me think about Have that. Have you had Nick Clark? I'm sorry. Nick Clark and you are the only. Robert Goldston? Goldstein has actually only been on on one, mm. so you are you Nick, and I guess technically Leanna and Briley since they did two, you th- four, I can't do math, but uh, yeah, you f- <laughs> you four are the only returning people on here. See, this is a uh, segment where we learn while speaking. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> education at its finest. Yes. Um. So, you are returning back for your second. Trumbauer performance. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about, um, not necessarily Trumbauer as a whole, but just what your Trumbauer experience last year was. Okay. Um, 
Well, might as well go ahead and start with saying what we did as a show. We did the play The Diary of Anne Frank and adapted that into a one act. Um, we did take that to state. And I think we, me and Matthew were both in that. I played Peter. He was Mr. Dussel. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that was, that was a very hard play to do because that was an, um, you know, a very hard topic for a lot of people, you know, having to portray a character that was, had to go through the Holocaust and a lot of those heavy, you know, heavy things. We had to do a lot of research. We had to match, you know, you know, emotions as to what they would feel in, in a certain scenario as to, you know, how they were going about in the annex, which was their, you know, their hideout in the um, apartment complex in Amsterdam. And, it was, it was, you know, it was difficult to portray a character that is, you know, uh, and someone who is a real life person who has been through so much, um, that, you know, didn't really, didn't, wasn't able to live to, you know, to help the story. fullest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but because of Anne Frank's diary, we were able to perform that and pass that legend on. And okay. So other than the one act we did. I performed uh, an individual piece um, from Hairspray. It was a little a little song, and I did a little duo scene with my friend Selena Allman, who is on the kennel uh, that you can see um, if you go. Yeah, where you go? You it's go. on. Uh, it's on YouTube, but Oblanca Video Production. Yeah, if I if I if I come in here, I will often plug the kennel. You Absolutely, know. you are the kennel always deserves a plug. Yeah, well, um. You know, usually I try to work hard and take my pieces to state, and I uh, I haven't had a piece that hasn't made it. So, but that is that's not saying that it won't happen. Like I won't, you know. Yeah. I always have to try, and anyone who is planning on you know going to Trumbauer, whether you know if they want to go to district, just you know if they want to make it to state, you know the work has to be put into it and. Although it may look easy, and some some things may be easy to some people, it is hard for others, and it's a journey. And last year, we went to Troy, um, and that was my first year going to Troy, I believe. Yeah, it was my first year too. It was the first time we haven't been to Florence in. Wait, have I gone to years. Troy? Yeah, because I was a sophomore yesterday. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, um, and that was cool. Because my first year we went to Florence, North Alabama, and we were able to learn some uh, cool things about theater there. Yeah. I don't really have much else to say. <laughs> so, for those of you who don't know, Trumbauer, again, is uh, it's a high school theater festival where high schools from all high school theater, um, even homeschools, really, to any kind of theater society, theater group, I guess you would say. Yeah. Um, they can come together, perform individual events, a song, a monologue, duo scene, group scene, uh, just about any variety that you can think of. They come in, perform it um, to be judged. Yeah. Uh, that's a little bit of the intimidating part. And then there are studio shows, which are, um, I think, half-hour shows where there's no set, but it's a, it's a big group performing a show. Yeah, a little bit smaller than a one-act. Yeah, and then there's the one-act, which is kind of the biggest, most involved thing that you get. It's essentially a regular theater show condensed into 45 minutes, and your set has to fit within a 10 by 10 square. Um, so 
of course, has to be transportable. Yeah. Um, but it's really a great thing for the arts to be able to share ideas, share um, stories. It's a great platform, especially since, you know, especially we're here in Obelika where, you know, there aren't floods of people who are going to come out and see a show just because we're not in an area that has a bunch of people to come see a show or a bunch of very arts center people. You know, we're not in Atlanta. We're not in Birmingham. We yeah. don't have the masses of people who... We're not a melting pot of... No. Yeah. But that gives high schools, high school, even smaller high schools... Obelika, honestly, has a very good theater department. They're very yes. big. Um, and their performing arts center is amazing, but it gives smaller schools a chance who are r- maybe rural, who can't come out and see theater or don't have a big community at all, where maybe it's just their parents who normally come see a show. It gives them an opportunity to put their work on in front of m- more people than, like I said, their parents. It gives them an opportunity to um, perform in front of complete strangers and have that audience. And so it's really a great... That's where you get your great melting pot yeah. of theaters in this in this Trumbauer Festival, especially is especially here in Alabama. Um, but yeah, so this is going to be your first big role, your first big lead yeah. in a one act show. Talk about how you've been preparing for that. Okay. Um. Well, I. <laughs> how do we start saying this? I went into this show very, you know, scared. I was like. Okay, I haven't had a lead role before, you know. Um, and I thought, you know, and I say that in the play a lot. And I thought, um, you know, I thought, I haven't done anything to this extent before. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it as well as some of my predecessors. Um, that I wouldn't be able to, you know, perform as well as other people who have either done this role or have done roles like it, you know, in Trump Hour or whatever the, you know, the stage may be. Yeah, it's definitely a high-pressure show. And I went into it very, you know, I was intimidated by all the stress, and I am right now, I'm, I'm very stressed about it. Um, so <laughs> if you want to come to this show, do come. Do come. We would love for you to come. But um, I just know that I will... I am working hard, and I'm trying to get it uh, to the way it was performed, the way I originally saw it, and that I'm not going to say I'm scared, because I, I can't be scared. I should never be scared. Well, I mean, it definitely is a nerve-wracking experience. I mean, especially for it to not only be your first lead, but for it to be your first lead in the most stressful scenario that yep. you can be in in... Uh, in our theater department, I, I certainly understand that. What um, what are some of the things specifically? Maybe whoever's listening, I'm sure if you've listened this far in, we're we're about 16 minutes in. I'm sure if you're listening, you are an aspiring theater person, or you're interested in the arts, or you are a Ryan or myself supporter. Um, maybe you're not. Maybe you're you're listening just for the love of it. But. Um, mm-hmm. Break down to us some of the techniques that you've been using to memorize lines, get yourself comfortable with the music. Um, yeah, tell us some of those techniques. Okay. Well, from the beginning, I've always... What always helps is going over the lines with someone. You know, if you have someone, like your parents, for example, um, and they can, you know, just read the lines, no matter how they do it, as long as they're there and they can read it with you, that's a perfect way to memorize lines. And if that doesn't, 
you know, if that isn't an option, one thing I often try to do is um, write down my lines. Um, I'll just write them down over and over again until, you know, it's almost like muscle memory. Even though you don't write them down during the show, yeah. you, you know, you'll know it's almost like a mental memory thing. Like, oh, you've seen it on the paper, so you might envision that in your head. It's all, it's all like, it's kind of an, it's kind of, you know, the back of your mind. I don't know what, which part of your brain is like the image part, left or right. I don't remember. But it's whatever yeah, no that, idea. yeah, whatever that part is, you're, you're using that to, you know, as a superpower while you're on stage, a human little superpower that we all have to, you know, remember your lines. And, and I'm not going to lie. I have struck, I struggle with lines and I still do struggle with lines a lot. And, um, I'm still looking at techniques and and if you're you know really wondering I'd just I'd go to either a professional you know or you know you might not know a professional you know I don't even know if I know a professional do we know a <laughs> professional Matthew we know Goldston. well our director Revel Goldston is most definitely a professional he's so, yeah. been doing this for about 19 years and he's worked a bunch of Broadway shows so, so uh. yeah either if you have someone like Revel Goldston our director um, <laughs> I don't really know. I, I struggle with preparing and I'm not going to lie about that. Um, but you know, there's a lot to it that I don't really know if I can explain, which I wish I could because I don't seem like the most helpful person. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, memorizing lines. I, I think the honest like that's probably the hardest. I mean, I struggled with it in my lead this year as well. I think that's the thing you have to get over the quickest, but it's also the thing that's hardest to get over. Because mm-hmm. um, you can't really do too much until stuff is memorized, but at the same time, you 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 got to get, you know, it, it, it's a lot, especially when you're a lead. And it depends on, like, the, I guess, the amount of material you have to you yeah. know, get into your head. Because, I mean, once you get over that hump of, you know, memorization, and I noticed after, you know, when I do have my lines memorized during a play, um, you have that comfort and that wiggle room to be your character or to you know exert the emotion that your character portrays in a role and you know tear up that stage you know so again we're talking about the apple tree opens tuesday night well it doesn't open tuesday night we have a technically it does we have a preview yeah. show tuesday night six thirty p.m five dollar entrance for saturday We'll perform it for the District Trumba Hour Festival all day. Um, well, the the festival is all day. We will perform it on Saturday. Yeah, and at that Tuesday show, you'll be also be able to see some individual events that people yes. have been preparing for. And those are all those are all like usually really cool and funny or or dramatic or you know tear jerking. And also, if you come Saturday, you'll get to come not only from see not only from our school but from schools all over our district um, perform individual events as well as the one acts and studio shows that Matthew listed. So yeah, again, Apple tree, definitely um, a play on relationships. So Ryan, I, we, we've touched on your performance a little bit back in your other podcast, which again, you can go back and listen to that on Spotify, the iHeartRadio yeah. app, Apple podcast and Stitcher. We've yeah. talked about your past performances. How does, Adam, I know you said it's your first lead, so I'm sure that this will definitely be a question you can mm-hmm. answer. Um, besides it being a lead, how does this role differ from the other roles that you've done before? Okay. Um, well, 
if you may, if you listen to the last podcast, you may know that I portrayed the role of Rooster in Annie that we performed. Rooster, Rooster, that we did uh, what a month ago. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that character kind of suited me because if you ever meet me, I'm kind of a weird, awkward dude that you know. And I, I mean, I'm proud to say that you know, it's okay to be weird, not who you cool. are. Yeah, but um, I think Adam kind of goes along with that the way adam is portrayed in this show at least because i mean going along with scripture it's not really you don't see him as this like ooh, you know you know guy i don't i don't really <laughs> describe the perfect it. description but like uh he's all you know he's all you know in his in his um uh lollygagging world you know you know the world of he, he's in his own world and he likes to make stuff up and like, like, okay, so one central theme of the play is naming creatures that he sees. Like, if he sees a bird, he'll call it a flyer. If he saw it, sees like a, you know, like a, a spider or something, he'll call it a crawler. If it's like a fish, he'll call it a swimmer. And then Eve comes along and names him the actual names, like a fish, um, a spider, or a bird, or any of that. And he's like, no, you're wrong, and everything. And so he's like this very self-content male that over the, you know, over the span of the show... Um, starts to mach- mature and you know change in character. So there are some shows that I've done where you know the character matures, like you know Anne Frank from last year. You know because of the time they spent in the annex, they were able to you know mature as characters. But this guy kind of lives his life on stage, and I think that's kind of different than other um, roles I've done. I think the really th- cool part about this play, like you said, is watching. Essentially, you're you're watching. Of course, it's a comedy, but you really are watching the story of the first two people having to figure everything out and having to figure out even what a relationship is, how it works, you know, with no example to go off of. And for some people, that's a very real thing. Some people have never had an example of a relationship in their life. I know I myself haven't really had too much of that. And so um, that's relatable. I think every single one of us at some point is figuring out something new about relationships, how we interact with mm-hmm. other people. And a lot of it, quite frankly, is really funny. And, and this show especially does a really good <laughs> <Very> job. <funny. laughs> it does a really good job of making fun of guys and girls alike and all the really stupid and funny stuff we did. Adam, like you said, does a bunch of, a bunch of really stupid yeah. stuff. Eve does some of the stereotypical stuff. And I can look at that in my own relationship and be like, oh, yeah, I, I see where that happens. Um, but at the same time, while all this very funny satirical stuff about relationships is going on, you have this whole backline or backstory of that they are growing up and they are maturing. And you see at the very end, they both discuss about, you know, who's going to, who's going to die first and what that's going to be like when they, when one of them has to finally be alone again. Yeah. The emotions that come along with being Mm -hmm. the two factors of the dawn of time, you know? And so... You them figuring out what a child was. That's my favorite yeah. song in the show. Calling it a fish. Adam trying to figure out what the baby was. The baby is a fish. <laughs> but it really is just a great show. Plays again satirically on relationships, but also has a lot of truth to it. Um, so I think if you're a human being, you will enjoy this show. So yeah. again, Ryan, will you let us know when people can come watch this show? Um, you can come to the Tuesday showing at, what, 6.30? Yes. Um, and Saturday, we're not sure exactly what the time is. You know, we think it'll be said. the afternoon, but maybe yeah. 
Yeah. It'll be something. Come and watch all the shows. They're not too long. Yeah. They're all be they're all be entertaining. We they'll hope. be interesting, and yes. you'll see a lot of different you know different things. It'll be you know there'll be some musicals, some plays, um, some funny, some sad. Yeah, some. It's a great mix. Some some mixture of sad and sad and funny, like ours. You know. Come ride your emotional roller coaster with us Saturday or Tuesday yeah. <laughs> at six thirty. Um, uh. Again, if you come Tuesday at six thirty, it's a five dollar entrance fee. Um, Saturday is all day, but you come at the risk. Uh, that that free, no no dollar, uh, comes at the risk of you not knowing when the show's gonna be, or maybe not even finding seating. Oh, that is also true. Because a lot big of people festival. will be there. Yeah, but yeah, again, Ryan, I want to thank you for coming on here for this half hour, oh, talking yeah, to no us problem. a little bit about, um, almost said Anne Frank, but it's the apple tree. Um, so yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, because we did talk about Anne Frank a little bit. We did, we did. <laughs> But thanks for coming on and talking about that. Hopefully yeah. I'll have you on again for some of the other shows we'll do this year. And everybody, come out, support the arts, and do anything you can to just like get into... Yeah. Absolutely. Know, if you're not out. from the Auburn, Opelika area, be sure to support the arts in your area. Yeah. And I support the arts because I am in them. And yeah, Matthew yeah. is as well. I am too. All right. Well, this has been the Lifetime Podcast. Big thanks to Kicker 97.7 Studios for letting yes, us use thank you. the studios. All right, well, again, tune in next week for a girls basketball preview. Deuces, right. guys. God bless. Goodbye. Goodbye.